Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we are going to be learning Aliyah Sheni, the second Aliyah in Parshas Noach. Our Aliyah is on the topic of the rain starting. It runs from Pasuk Aleph to Tesayin in Perik Zion in Sefer Bereshis. A basic summary of our Aliyah. At this point Hashem turns to Noach and He says, You and your family should all enter into the Ark because you are the only Tzaddik, the only righteous person in this generation. And from all the pure animals, you should take seven, seven, uh, that means to say seven men, uh, male animals, seven female animals to the Teva, to the Ark, and uh, the animals which are um, impure, they will go in twos. Um, Noach is also commanded not just to take from the beasts of the earth, but also the, the, the birds and the fowls of the heaven, because Hashem tells him that in seven more days, Hashem is going to bring rain that will last for 40 days and 40 nights there afterwards. Noach does such, and at this point in time we're told that he is 600 years old when the Mabul, when this flood came upon the earth. We hear that Noach and his, and his sons, his wife and his daughters, his daughters-in-law come with them to the Teva because of this flood, and we hear about the numbers of animals that he brings with he pulls to uh, to the teva seven seven um, of the pure animals and the impure animals came to the teva and at the end of those seven days then the mabul then this flood arrives on the, the earth we're told this takes place uh, um, um, in the 600th year of Noah's life which this is actually the second month on the 17th of the month and the rain it does rain for 40 days and 40 nights. At such a point, they enter into the Teva, into the Ark. They and all the animals with them enter into the Ark. And they, um, and they essentially close the door. Hashem closes the door. And this is the beginning of the end. So this is what we have over here. This is the um, idea that we have of this Aliyah. Let's take a few basic points to ponder. Point number one is you'll notice the language used to describe the animals coming into the ark is that it's not just in twos, it is ish v'ishtoi, man and wife, which is quite unusual because animals, typically speaking, don't have marriage. So why is it ish v'ishtoi? So the Oznai Matara makes a, makes a point to, to emphasize that this is about because of the corruption of morality in relationships that was going on in the human side of things and in the animal kingdom as well. It is important um, that the emphasis is that when they enter the Teva, when they enter the Ark, there's going to be specifically monogamy. There's going to be animals in the right relationships with their partners and continuing in such a way. In fact, if you notice, even the way it describes that Noach enters the table at Teva, it goes Noach and his sons, his wife and his daughters-in-law. That is even separation, as Rashi tells us. There, there, this is not a time for there to be intimate relationships because of the suffering in the world. So this is almost a correction for everything that has been going on. Another question we could ask is, why are the animals, why are the pure animals brought in in sevens? So the Malim says, because generally speaking, the pure animals are the domesticated animals. They're the ones that one has in one's house. So therefore, yes, it is true that you need to have twos, males and females, in order to continue every species. But when it comes to Noach's personal animals which he owned, his cows, his goats, his sheep, his ducks, those, those animals would be allowed to be brought in. In sevens, it was a heter, it was an allowance for Noach, for that which was beyond just the kiyum hamin, leaving the species alive. 
Now, Rechaim HaKadosh points out that this is going to be used for carbonos and personal consumption later on, because later on human beings will be allowed to eat animals that we'll see and look at later on after the flood. Now a question, why is it that it's 40 days of rain? Rashi says that is Keneged Yetzirah Savlad. That we know that in halachic literature, the amount of time it takes from the uh, conception to the actual f- uh, full formation of a fetus is 40 days. That's the time of Yetzirah Savlad, the creation of the fetus. And because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was forced, so to speak, by the many illicit relationships to create the bodies of children who are mamzerim, children who are illegitimate because of the actions of many other people who lived on the earth at that time. Hashem says we're going to now, uh, in a certain sense, this is going to be the incubation for a new humanity, a new round of humanity. And if you think about it from this perspective, it actually is quite meaningful in the sense that this wasn't just a natural disaster. If you look at all the ingredients over here, we hear the devolving of all of creation, almost the reversal of the Maaseh Beratius, because we hear about all of life on the terra firma, on the earth, in the skies, in the seas, dying. We also hear about the the land disappearing underneath the the underneath the um, the seas. We hear about, in fact, um, we're going to hear about later on how even the celestial um, 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 spheres are going to stop in circulation. We hear about the windows of the heavens and the the well springs of the depths converging. It's almost like a reversal every step of creation, and that is almost as if there's a new formation of the world. And the gestation period is this forty days over here symbolically, as well. Now, why did Noah enter? The, how did Noah enter the ark? So the first point Rashi says is it was by force. It says Mipnei Mei Hamabul because he was forced to because the waters were coming up to him. Rashi indicates that because he himself had questions of faith, and this is this may not be we'll call it um, ideological. It could also just be pragmatic for a person to actually believe and see that the world is going to the world they know is going to be ending and to move out is a very difficult thing. There's a lot of inertia. There's a lot of nostalgia that a person has. There's a lot of sentimentality and it's very hard to know how to move in until the waters actually come to the Teva itself. Another point is just note over here is that it's despite the protests of those around them. Rashi points out and as he does across the Torah that it's Be'etzamayamazer that they entered the Teva, the Ark, in the middle of the day because there were those who said if Noach gets into it we're going to break it down. So Hashem's response was, quoting the Medrash, is that Hashem surrounded the Ark with dubim va'arayos, bears and lions that would um, hurt those who were uh, trying to protest, and therefore allowing Noah and his family safe passage into the Teva as well. When did this whole episode take place? The, uh, the Torah tells us it's on the 17th of the second month. Rashi quotes the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Davyud Aleph that there's a debate as to whether this is Marcheshwan, the second month from Tishrei, or this, the 17th of Iyar, which is the second month from Nisan. Generally speaking, we're going to go with the orientation of it being Marcheshwan, with Tishrei being the first of the counter, just to make things simple in terms of the counts from here on inwards. With this, we close Shani the second Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.